for the Monkey Music Show. Today we have Elena from Infected Rain. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad we could do this. Uh, I've been a fan for a long time, and I want to have you on, and hopefully your fans will check you out and you'll get some new fans. Um, catch up? That's what's going on with you. <laughs> Uh, before, before we start, one of the things I thought was really, really cool is I saw an article a while back I wanted to talk about. You did an article for Psychology Today. Yes. That was that's... super cool. Super cool. Have you, um, has anybody actually brought that up, any fans or people said, hey, thanks for talking about mental health? And Yes. I had a, 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 an insane amount of people actually reaching out after that uh, interview. I, remem I remember um, actually sharing it a lot more than I would any other interview uh, because I was actually off work and I wasn't super, super overwhelmed with like touring or recording. And I had the time to like actually share it. I try my best to share everything um, I have uh, just uh, so it's interesting for people to um, hear about your news and, you know, what you're up to. But that specific interview was very unique for sure. So it was really uh, impressive to receive this amount of comments and this amount of support um, when it comes to talking about mental health. You know, a lot of people are like, yeah, 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 we all have our problems, which we are, we do, which we do, absolutely. However, not many people talk about them. And that is, I think, the problem of our society. I agree. Uh, if people don't know, look it up on, in, in um, Psychology Today, you just... I've been his name in Psychology Today, and the article will come up. And, and in it, you talk a bit about your growing up and some of the changes you've had and some of the challenges. And and obviously, depression or, or, or loneliness and, and how it all kind of works together and how it's kind of affected your whole life. And yeah. it's important that people see that because everybody can relate to it. It's not like, I, I don't want, I think that used to be people used to think they're like musicians or rock stars or actors, like people are like impervious to these kind of things, you know. Everyone suffers suffers from something, and it's yeah. okay to ask for help. And it's okay. I think it's good when somebody that has a higher profile talks about it. You know, it makes it more comfortable for other people. Yeah, we definitely need to start um, breaking that um, wall that was, for some reason, created between your listeners and or supporters and the art, you know? I mean, every single person on this planet, no matter how famous, no matter how big, has feelings about every single thing. Now, do they talk about it? Do they talk about it enough? I mean, obviously it's a choice. Of course it is a choice. And right. as a figure, like somebody that is a very, very, uh, big actor, for example, uh, or like a very big, I don't know, band or musician, like separate musician. Um, they can choose, of course, what they want to share with the, the public and what they don't. Uh, but for some reason, everything that is uh, personal and not I'm not talking about personal life, but like personal. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Per right. For some reason, it's always like a taboo. You always have to appear the strongest, the most invincible, the most superhero looking, mm -hmm. uh, which there's nothing wrong with that. We, you know, like mm, in a way, those 
images uh, of people are necessary just so you know some other people look up to you and stuff like that but i believe people will look up to you and uh follow you even more when they see your vulnerable uh and your um emotional and you are more fragile than than you show you know I think it makes people also feel better that they, it's not them, it's it's everyone. It doesn't matter where you're at or what you're doing, you know, and actually being on tour and being in a band or do, being under the spotlight can be even more challenging because you don't ever get a break. As you say, when you're on tour, it's relentless. Well, there is a, a small little, um, there is a very thin line between how and when to share this. So mm -hmm. for example, sometimes, because I talk about it often and, and I try to encourage people to um, understand and, and, and accept uh, whoever they look up to and or just support in general, um, understand that they are also human beings and we make mistakes. We sometimes are not okay and we sometimes are doing fantastic and we sometimes are happy, we sometimes are sad, right? All those things. However, some people don't know the um, um, so-called limit for it and i've been often in very uncomfortable situations where uh, after a show um you know people will like try to talk to me about it and or try to bring it up and or ask me about certain things that are super personal that do not come out in the you know the environment of like an interview that is specifically um, you know based on these themes or like a song that you choose yourself to put those emotions in or I don't know other environments it has to um, you know, I don't know I've I've got into very uncomfortable situations um i won't lie a couple of times and and it made me think maybe you know i shouldn't be so open about my feelings but then that would not be me you know i think it's important and and you know why I, it's that part of it because i read the article and i would never you know, do anything impersonal either i don't i can't believe people would do that but yeah. that was actually the point i was going to say is there is people online they will go into music but I always see people go online and this this singer is sick and they're bashing this person because of this. And and the point is, you don't know. Just because they're in a band, you don't know their mental health. You don't know what they're going through that night. We don't Absolutely. need to be bashing people. We don't need to be getting into their personal business. And we don't need to be blasting them. This I'm referencing this this article. I'm not giving you the details of the article. Point is, it was nice of you to share it. And it's an example that everybody has stuff going on. And people absolutely. just need to relax. If you can't enjoy the music, then go on, listen to, listen to something else, whatever. But, but no, we can't absolutely. be bullying anymore. And that just is something that always bothers me when I see people bashing artists like that. Yeah. And, and you know what? When people, I don't really believe that when fans act like that, it doesn't really hurt people. Because no matter how strong and how uh, mm -hmm not caring you want to look like it will still make you think about it at least once like my latest situation that happened to me like super recent was um 
actually in Italy and um, been happening to me very recently in the last tour actually. And it was a show in Italy and it's not a big secret that I actually have family in Italy. So that always means that I have family at that show all the yeah. time. But again, that's not necessarily what I'm expecting every single listener or fan to know, even though I say it even from the stage and that, right? But after every single show, I do my best and I come out uh, to the merch table just so people have the opportunity to either take a picture that I never charge for, by the way, either uh, or ask for an autograph. I also never charge for that. Absolutely. Um, you know, they can purchase merch or not purchase merch. It is totally up to the fan. And I'm just there to, um, you know, give that extra to our yeah. listener. Right? I don't know for how long I'm going to be able to do that. But so far, 14 years of the band existence, I've been doing it every single tour. And um, this girl asked me for something specific and that I already did. And I showed her that I already did it. And she said, I want you to do it in front of me. And I said, well, you see, there's a very big line of people that wait their turn to like take their picture and yeah. stuff like that. I can do something else for you. We can take the picture or I can write something else. And she took it so serious that next day I woke up to a big, big letter from this person uh, that DM'd me directly on Instagram saying how much she hates my band now just because... <sighs> In her eyes, I treated her um, unkindly just because I was sincere and real saying that, you know, there are so many people in line. I'm here to do things that I didn't do. All right. Uh, so I don't know. It was very interesting, but nobody um, like understands that I just traveled so long to be here. I just gave you an hour and a half of a show and I came out right away no matter how tired I am to give you some more extra for free right but still I got uh cold names and stuff so you know but you can't please everybody so well, that's a shame that's, that's bullying you know what that's that's bullying and you don't need that you know and it's hard to be on tour like it's I, I can't believe you actually go out and at the energy afterwards, that's the way you sing. It's the same. I was not, um, you know, treating her right, or I don't know what she expected, but I was very kind and I wasn't saying anything. I didn't say no to her. I said, let me do something else for you, you know, that I didn't do already. Because what she asked was right there, right in front of her. I've done it. And she, I wanted to do it in front of me, in, in front of my eyes okay but anyways it's it's a it's just a little example to uh tell you that yes you're right people don't care or consider what you are going through or what you just did or be what you're you know um, i don't know trying to deliver i don't know i don't know just just don't care they don't right. think <laughs> but it's hard because I mean you're on tour and you're in a bus and you're driving around and if you're sick and you're trying to do this and that, your job is on the stage to perform the best you can. So if you or the guitar player or anybody else like their hands hurt or your voice hurts and everyone's sick and coughing, like to 
to put that, you're jeopardizing a show and other people's everything else. So for you to put that time out there or for anybody in your band or any artist to do that, to give anything, you know, it's great. It's something we can share with you. And you're not coming out like you're some kind of super person. You're just coming out because you have a little time. You, you have a job you love, but it's still a job. And you're yeah. trying to give a little extra time, but you still have to be able to perform at your best. And you and, and you want to share yourself as much as you can. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. People, you owe nothing to anybody. And, and then people don't. That's, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of fun in real life, too, with other people. Just besides talking to you for two minutes. I'm sure they're a bundle of joy. You know? <laughs> so how are you doing this now? Like, one of the great things about you is you st- when you started singing in 2008, and you actually put this on the website, and I'm going to put the website underneath. I want people to check out the website. Great information, great pictures. You guys have always delivered high-quality uh, music and your vocals, which makes it really surprising so early on. You never sang. And then, boom! And then it's so it's high quality. Like, you were like zero to 60 in no time. You know? Well, you know, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's very kind of you. However, I do think that there was, I made many mistakes. And, you know, I could have been even better if I had maybe a little bit of a musical background or in studies, uh, you know, like prior to joining the band. Because uh, I definitely made a lot of mistakes. And I definitely heard my voice many times in the beginning, because I just had to um, teach myself uh, in the beginning, um, like the, the brutal type of vocalizing was not something popular in a small Eastern European country that you could just hire a teacher and get some lessons for. However, I did right away go and uh, I took classic musical, uh, classic vocals lessons for three years, the first three years of our career. Um, But everything else I had to figure it out myself. So I did definitely make many mistakes, but thank you so much for the kind words. (laughs) Well, you're welcome. I'm saying like, that's the best part is you talk about, you, you make these mistakes and you do what you grow and your whole life, you know, who you are, what you've done in your life to shape you, your lyrics, your voice, your growth. That's what kind of makes it special. It's not sterile. It's not like you came from an academy and you're doing this and you had this perfect yeah. little you know, culture and background and a little garden stuff. No, you are who you are. And like, you know, you've lived a life and you've persevered and you've learned and worked from the ground up to, to your musical background. You know, that is very impressive, you know, and there's a lot of integrity in doing that. Um, I just, uh, I guess, uh, I just really put a lot of work into what I do because I love it very much. And I'm a hard worker. I was like that with everything. Um, always, if I start doing something, I will do it as good as I physically can. Um, obviously, uh, there's always somebody that does it better than you. But that's the best part about this job is that at least I don't ever see it as a competition and I don't think anybody should ever see it as a competition. Uh, nobody's here to see who's better. You're just there to share your music, to share your emotions, to share your art, you know? My phrase I always say in the show is you serve the song. That's the best thing an artist can do. Whatever the best part for the song is. You're, you're a great lyricist also. I have a lot of compliments for you tonight, but um, they are, they're true. <laughs> Where are you? I always think the lyrics usually can be personally, but they're also from other parts of your life. So it's not always 100%, you know, about you. It could be other things that make stories that mm-hmm. seem biographical for other people. Are you drawn from a lot of different sort? Like, are you reading books? Are you watching TV? Are you doing personal yeah. stuff? Like, are you just kind of 
taking life in? Actually, everything gives me ideas for my, for my literally everything. I am a big time movie nerd. Uh, for, I absolutely love watching movies, enjoying them. I actually pay attention when I watch. Like I try my best not to even like be on my phone or anything like that. I just pay attention. And uh, very often it leads me to an idea and or I hear a word that I've never heard before and I study that word and then I try to use it in my lyrics, books as well. I mean, I've always uh, loved reading maybe not as uh, when I was in school because I had so much to read for school. Uh, but like, as soon as I could have time uh, to do my own reading, that's when I started loving reading because then you can choose what you have to read, right? Um, so I love reading, books definitely inspire me. But also the, the majority of my lyrics, they are inspired by um, what surrounds me in my life. So obviously including my past, but um, a lot about the present and what I'm going through and like some people that cross my path and uh, that they can inspire me to write about either them or and my perception of them. You know, I have many, many lyrics that remind me of certain people that um, used to be in my life or they still are. And there were some certain situations. So literally every single thing can like give me the idea for you know to write it down i try my best to have the habit to have my notebook handy all the time uh, i do like the old-fashioned you know pen and paper uh type of a thing um but obviously on tour i keep the notes on my phone always open always there just words ideas phrases sometimes big chunks of like already kind of just something comes together right away. I just put them there all together. And then when I sit down sometimes to like just go through my lyrics and or I'm inspired to write about a certain thing, I do look through them. And sometimes they right away become uh, more than just a phrase or two. Uh, sometimes it takes, you know, even years. Like I came back to many, many like older ideas Um multiple times so that's basically what it is it's uh, that's what helps me I started writing um poems or like some sort of poems when I was four and I started writing them with my best friend at the time and we were writing them in Russian because we we uh, both speak Russian perfectly as well and uh, we both were just the only ones to read each other's uh, poems nobody else could read them I still have those poems uh, from my childhood. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that helped a lot uh, for me to be able to uh, have a uh, system yeah. uh, needed to start writing for music, you know? It is. It's, well, it's always safe to get something in your mind, write it out. Yeah. And then then throw it out even and start over and think about it. So you kind of get, you get all the, get it all out yeah. and then you can focus in on what you're doing. No, I could absolutely. see you putting out like a, a book of like, not you know, poetry or lyrics at some point, because you've got a lot of substantial material. That'd be kind of neat to see something. I have a lyric book out already. Oh, and yes, it um, came out uh, 
two years ago, if I remember correctly. And it was actually um, helped and supported by fans and they could uh, invest in it and donate a certain amount. And obviously they got the book signed after, uh, but they also um, had the opportunity to choose certain songs that I um, could like explain. And in the end of that book, there are some explanations for the songs and the names of people that supported and helped with that project. And it went actually way better than I expected. And um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be part two and hopefully part three. Right. See, yeah. And that's the thing. I with, with with COVID, it makes sense. I missed it because like you can't consume everything. Like I can listen to your music, but I'm not going to be on every website and every post. You know what I'm saying? There's just so much media. No, of course. I, honestly, I think you've done great. You, you've done, uh, you know, your homework and everything before talking to me. Not many people are aware of what's out there. And yeah, and interviews at that point, they get like very boring because uh, the person is literally oblivious to what yeah. I do or for how long I do it for and what I do it for in general. It's, it makes it more difficult uh for the conversation to go, you know? I think, that, I think it's really interesting is, so like to me, for the most part, and, and as anybody's listening or watching, because I listen to you guys a lot, so I'm not always on, on internet or, or the web, sometimes it's okay to just listen to music, and I'll go watch videos, but I like to listen to music first. And I'm a big consumer of listening. And um, what's great is, so I hear I heard it and didn't, wasn't privy to that. I heard it, so I'm like, this, would, this, this is somebody's lyrics, it should be in it. So like, I heard that myself, <laughs> well, I missed it. I thought the same thing without even. So it's kind of neat that that's, that's it felt amazing. the same. You know, awesome. That's pretty cool. This new album you guys have out, which is great. Thank you. Got different versions out. Well, no, it's uh, just two versions. Just <laughs> well, that's kind of not because you're doing that though. You want to explain that? That's kind of cool, actually. It's the first time we ever did it. And uh, I was a little bit skeptical in the beginning because, um, you know, I don't really have bands that I listen to instrumentally only, but I do have some favorite bands out there that I know they did that for the, for the fans, right. For the listeners. And, and honestly, I started thinking about it this way. It is almost like completely different songs because when I, receive the melody from my musicians the, the music has a feeling it doesn't have a story i mm -hmm. add the story and of course that adds more to the feeling of course because if right. there's you know, certain words that like talk about pain love i don't know frustration whatever but this the melody already before there is a a, a melody for the vocals and before there is uh the lyrics that add the story already has an emotion, a feeling, something, you feel something. So um, for the first time ever, after having out there five albums, we decided to give to people an instrumental album, yes. It's pretty cool. And I mean, so it's great. I, I discovered it, and if people don't know, it's, just, it's an instrumental version of, of the new album, which is great. Here's you. where it's good for me. If I'm listening to your stuff and you're singing, I'm kind of jamming out and listening to it. I'm not focusing where I should be, like if I'm at work. So if I'm doing work and I could listen, if the music's there, I can kind of crunch out the music without the vocals. That's where it's good. Because if I'm listening to your thing, I'm not paying attention at work. So, <laughs> so 
<laughs> with the music, it's, it's easier for me to do other stuff and work, and then enjoy your, your you singing when I can, you know, when I, I can really enjoy it. So it's I, nice. It's like two hours. And I, in way because I, f from my side, when we were like just thinking about it, it was just an idea, right? Um, I just really wanted our listeners to feel the way I feel when I get the music before I start working on the lyrics because the music is great already you know I'm very proud of my musicians I I absolutely love what they create and put out there so when when I come in it's almost like another instrument so it is just like a completely um, separate instrument that also tells a story so that obviously will never feel the same as the song without the lyrics and the vocalist in it right you know but yeah it, it's 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 also good because like you know for someone like me i don't do background music it's either i want to hear it and I, I start focusing on it no matter where i'm at so yeah it, it's, it's it's nice because then i get to enjoy it doesn't take away from it at all it's just it's another dynamic of enjoying the band because the band and, and shout out to the band all, all all the all the guys in the band are fantastic musicians um great songwriters and performers so you know shout out to them too as far yes. as that goes how are we doing this now because covid is kind of wonky still the way it's the, the way the earth is right now with you know yeah. with touring still you know people like well, getting sick or cold or the old rules yeah. are over hanging out well how we have have to take a lot of precautions because we deal with a lot of people on a daily basis and it's enough for one to to get a cold and everybody else starts coughing in the bus you know what i mean like it, it's always been this way even before covid though you know what yeah. i mean you're saying it's so hard exactly so that part as a singer i i mean i always take pre precautions and i always did even before covid into where um my touring routine is very um strict uh and i try to be as um mm, disciplined as possible especially on tour uh and to be always uh training to be always warming up to be always um taking a lot of vitamins and supplements that help my immune system being as strong as possible to sleep as much as possible to you know um eat uh good stuff and stuff like that you know i do that on a daily basis anyways but on tour i'm even more on it you know um because i understand that if my instrument doesn't work properly there's nothing we can do about it if if a, a different musician gets you know a little bit feels a little bit under the weather or whatever they still they can still play their instrument they might not move as much on stage but they will play almost the same right it is a little bit more physical it is a little bit more involving and you know we have to definitely be very careful i, but it, I, was, I don't know how you even meet people sorry after after the show at this point i don't want to get sick i don't even let my kids hug me after september i'm like all right guys cold and flu season give dad a hug and then no. I'll hug you guys next summer. I don't want to get sick. People stay away. I totally understand. And and trust me, especially when it comes to children that play with other children and they have it in school. I have some friends that had have kids and they always like, 
um, canceling on, on plans and stuff like that, just because, you know, it's enough for one child to bring it home and then everybody's down, you know? So fully understand it. It's kind of like that on tour as well. So we are trying our best, but honestly, we were pretty good about it even before COVID. So I don't think much changed besides the fact that we are trying to maybe um, wash our hands a little bit more often and or have a hand sanitizer a little bit more handy uh, kind of everywhere, you know, like in the bus and stuff. Um, because sometimes we do meet and greets and people don't even ask sometimes and they try to hug you. They try to like oh. shake your hand and stuff like that. And yeah, when you know, you have to be careful. You're right. You have to be very careful. However, things um, do look way better this year than they were last year. Sure. Awesome. That's really good. I mean, you're really good. So hopefully people are watching, you know, probably the people are watching, you know, the people are very kind. It wouldn't go into your personal space without, you know, saying hello or, you know what I'm saying, and being respectful <laughs> of it. The thing is, at, at metal shows, I believe at any show, really, it's enough for a person to, to have one drink and um, get nice and relaxed and that's when they forget about all the personal space and stuff like that you know what i mean like yeah. um, i'm not even talking about like worst case scenario i'm just talking <laughs> about one two drinks to relax and they already forget about personal space <laughs> for sure <laughs> well said well said so with this year coming up how are we looking for I mean, just tours some videos you got some other special stuff you can share you like your oh yeah that share with people uh, a couple of things absolutely oh, so this upcoming year is going to be very interesting because with infected rain we will have some interesting um cool news and some awesome stuff will come out soon uh we are looking into a very intense summer and autumn uh, but in order to uh, prepare what we are trying to present to people and give to people this year. We are taking the spring off. Uh, also because we had a super intense year this year, we had um, three tours, one after another. Like we, we were not home almost at all. Um, so it was a little bit, um, <laughs> a little too intense because, because we, We've done even four tours a year before, you know, but they were spaced out during the year a little bit more and it felt a little bit easier, you know, with our personal life and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, this year, it felt like there was no break one after the other, after the other, after the other, you know, and and it was great. But, you know, like we are not machines and, and we do need to balance it out a little bit. So. We are taking spring off to prepare um, for um, summer and everything after summer. Um, yeah, we will actually release a our very first DVD. Mm -hmm. uh, will be our show that was only uh, streamed before. We did it uh, around the COVID era when everything was still um, unknown, when, you know, um, travel wise, touring wise, nobody knew when everything was yep. is gonna fully pick up. So we did um we actually did this for our 13th anniversary 
as a band. And it's a very uh, long show that we filmed uh, with an insane production and it's something we've never done before. Uh, a lot of people already seen it because it was available for eight days to be streamed, purchased and streamed. But after that, uh, I mean, you could watch it every day after you purchase it for this eight days uh, because it only had a small streaming feed, wasn't, uh, you know, uh, to buy. But people loved it so, so much. And we had so uh, such a good feedback for it that um, we decided together with the label to uh, try and uh, make it happen in a physical form. Good. And that. Uh, soon uh, next year and uh, yeah I also am working on a very first album with my um, uh, this new band I joined recently called Death Dealer Union uh, we have a couple of singles out already um, but yeah uh, we uh, recently signed with a, uh, a label uh, we are also under Napalm Records just like Infected Rain and uh, they've been very supportive about this other project because uh, it's a completely different approach, completely different style than Infected Rain. And yeah, we are currently working on a new album that will see the light of the day next year. Awesome. Cool. Congrats on that. So, <sighs> I, I want to thank you. And I, I do want to end on, on a statement that I think Infected Rain, but you, you in general, though, we're on the cusp of getting ready to break into that next level right before COVID. I just think it slowed you down. So anybody that has a chance to say hi to you, say hi to you respectfully, but be aware. I think I project that next album or two, you're not going to be able to do this anymore. I just think <laughs> you guys are getting ready for that next level of just too big to, to do that. I just think this the wind got knocked out of everybody with COVID. Yeah, for sure. With the momentum of, of, of your fan base and the artists and the albums and the way it's just kind of picking up like a snowball down the hill. Yeah, I, I, I just that's why I see you, you and your band going, you know, very kind. Thank you so much. Well, you know, um, we do obviously hope that uh, our music can get to a next level because that will mean that we can play in countries that we've never been before. That would mean that we can spread our uh, music and our um emotion this emotion that we tried to deliver we can share it with the entire world you know but uh while this is happening and we are just trying to enjoy the process and just put as much um love and and attention and emotion into our songwriting well said i want to thank you for being on the show thank you